a seat to the bar and join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tansen, Jess, and Maggie bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 10.12, Sleep is God, where we are covering the novel Death Masks. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Would you guys help me with my shout out? On three, okay? I want to do a shout out for the Discord, okay? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. of course. Ready? One, sure. two, three. Fuck, Fuck you, Sam. Sam. Oh, that's what we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was implied. <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 14. Harry makes it back home in time to answer a call from Waldo Butters, telling him the germs from the corpse have disappeared. Susan comes for a visit, and the two come to an agreement about their future. Such as it is, or lack thereof. <laughs> so yeah, he takes his, his pounded on head, his, his, his punching bag noggin. <laughs> <laughs> crawls home. Swiss cheese brain. It's like a Picasso painting at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, things have been knocked over to the wrong side a few times. Um, but it's nice. At least he's managed to not throw up all over himself. So, you know, it, the day's a win there, Harry. You're you're ahead of the game. All right. Yeah. So he goes home and decides to update Father Vincent. And is all like, so I kind of had a thing. I found it and then I lost it. And he's like, What? Why did you call me? <laughs> like, what do you think I'm doing now? Thank you, Captain Obvious. Like, yeah, right. He's, he's kind of over Vincent right now. He's like, in, dude, in I just Fort Hills. No, Fort Hills are in Vincent's. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought it was Vincent Fort Hills, the full name yeah. for a second there. In no, Vincent's defense, um, Harry doesn't have a good reason to not have a cell phone. Well, yeah. as far as he's concerned. Everyone else is like, you can only contact Harry on a Monday after three when he finds a phone booth and gets really lucky. Still, though. Everyone else has an Nokia brick. <laughs> yeah. Even if he had, though. I Like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, I've got it, but I'm fighting a demon right now. Can you hold for a sec? Like, you know I, I, I mean? agree I'm that like, Vincent is being unreasonable here. Still, Yeah, I'm like, I think this what? is still pretty much as soon as you're going to call anyways, regardless of whether he could have called him immediately, but... But yeah, right? He's just like, you know, had a lead. It was good, but they got away with it, you know? And he's all like, oh, what do you mean? And I'm like, okay, granted, you haven't even given him a chance to tell you. Like, all he said so far is like, ooh, it was right there. 
So I kind of get a little bit like, you're right, you're trying to track something down and be like, why'd you let it get away? But it's like, dude, you have no idea what he just went through. Like, this was not just like... I, for all he knows, Harry's a liar, though. He's like, I totally found it, man. It was right there, but then I buffed it. Oh, no. But like, you yeah. know, pay me another day or two and I'll definitely track well. it down. You know, I suppose, but I guess. But, you know, it's like he doesn't even give him a chance to say, like, well, we just had, like, a, you know, no hold bar blowout kind of a thing. I'm calling you from the ER right now, yeah, bitch. you know. <laughs> but it's like, um, but he, you know, he's like, so you have, he's like, well, not strictly speaking. I'm like, not even loosely speaking. Like, you don't you have don't. <laughs> But I love it. He's like, yeah, but I love kind of when he says, he's like, oh, so they all, like, turned on each other or whatever, right? And he's like, no, third party made a grab for it, and then blah, 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 and she ran, and he's like, and you didn't chase her? She ran really fast. He's <laughs> 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 like, fuck you, okay? <laughs> Dude. So, yeah. And then afterwards, and he's like, oh, um... He's like, you, I didn't see you fit to a toddler. You know, he's all like making fun of him. Or he's like, I'm going to ring your bell and let you go say mass. <laughs> so rude. I, know. I love that moment. Like, it's just like, it's so funny. Where he's complaining to Mr. <laughs> Mr. gave me a look as if to say I shouldn't say such things about paying clients. I glared at him to let him know that I was well aware of it. I'm like, is this a sign of the concussion or is he always? <laughs> no, I think it's just Harry. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have those moments with my uh, yeah, cats, too. But still, I'm going to beat up a priest right <laughs> Or he goes to mass, like, <laughs> seems a little harsh. Well, well it is. It's so funny because it's like, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, you might get it job to job or whatever, right? Like, yeah, basically, he's like, oh, he just went and got beat up. Just keep following it. Go catch them. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, same thing. That's your job, right? It's like, let me just ring your bell. You can go say mass or whatever, right? But it's funny because every time I listen to it, now, except for, like, now that it's been, like, the 470th time within, like, a week, but it's, like, my brain always wants to be, like, Mr. looked at me as if you shouldn't su- say such things about, like, a clergyman or a man of the cloth, and it's just, like, paying clients. Not even, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, my brain always wants to, like, you shouldn't say such things about, like, a holy man, you know, and it's, like, no, it's not even just that. It's, like, okay, the man's paying me, so, you know. <laughs> Don't bite the hand that feeds. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Harry. Oh, Harry. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't care. Um, so yeah, so then he he does his little scribble thing that we all learned to do as a kid and thought was like the coolest thing ever. Yes, the Mar- Marriott and two, three, four, five. That's yeah, what he received from it. Yeah, two, yeah. So um, I love how he goes through this whole little thing to you because I was like, that's so me. So much of the time is that I'm sure like I come off as a total flake and everybody's like, you don't think anything's through. And I'm like, no, the problem is I overthink everything to the point where it's, you know, I'm like, I either run out of time on something or I've suddenly gone from like A to X and like, I don't even remember how I got there anymore. And, you know, but he's all like, yeah, he's like, it could be like a name. And he's like, oh, it could be the hotel, right? Makes sense. And he's like, or like something else or like a name or maybe like a French word. And he's like, Harry, okay, stop making it so complicated. (laughs) I'm like... Overthinkers make really good problem solvers, though. We're eventually, we do. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends Because you on think the... of every single aspect. Yeah, and a lot of times, you're right, you can come up with something. But boy, when you're trying to, like, take in a test or something, and you're on a time limit, then is not the time, let me tell you. <laughs> so, yeah. The answer is C. The answer is C. The, the answer is C. C. <laughs> it's kind of funny. We used to do this... this back in school um there's like this provincial math test thing or whatever that our school used to go into so we all had to do when you were growing up you just everybody had to do it kind of a thing and i mean i was never going to be one of the top but it's funny because they're telling you and going through and they're like go through and like answer what you know if you're not sure about anything leave it come back to it kind of a thing right so you can get as much done and then he's like in the in 
worst case, like when you're down to the last minute, and they're like, it's funny because I remember them specifically saying, it's not, don't do like A, B, C, A, B. They're like, just pick one and fill everything in because statistically, right, if you make them all. But it was just like so funny having like our math teacher at like our private school kind of a thing and just be like, hey, when all else fails, just pick the same one and fill them all in with that. Right. <laughs> I think I read somewhere that statistically the answer is more likely to be C, though. Like, somewhere along, like, for, yeah, for, for whatever some reason, reason, they always choose C. C. Yeah, probably, yeah, to give you that throw-off kind of a thing or something, and then it, or, not throw, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. that goes against the whole Monty Hall thing. It's like, statistically speaking, you would have to change it after halfway. Monty Hall is in, like, the game show? Yeah, like, the between, you have to choose the doors, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's mm. like, the statistics change after if you like stick with like door a the whole time and then they get rid of door c and they're like do you want to change your chances of getting it correct if you change are higher than if you stay the same uh even though obviously the object hasn't moved behind the doors but statistically speaking the the yeah yeah well that's cool see it's fucked yeah right just those man but i guess in the middle of your test they're not they're not removing d halfway through no 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 (laughs) unfortunately Harry tries to take a nap, but he's interrupted by a call from Waldo Butters. Yeah. Uh, he, he lets Dresden know the germs are gone as soon as sunrise hits. Vampire germs? The tiny capes are a dead giveaway. Harry explains <laughs> to Butters about the magical reset itself. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it so much. He's like, oh, vampire. And even this whole thing is he's like, you're just like degrading into this like monologue, right? And he's like, poof. <laughs> and he's like, sunrise, poof. And he's like vampire germs <laughs> and he goes on to explain to butters about the magical resets at sun sunrise so he's like magical germs or magic germs yeah but that's i love i love that butters just takes dresden at his word and like just just ask for a cheat sheet on magic is just like what up you know no this is good right this is it's, good. it's like you can feel like this dozen doesn't right because again obviously he's kind of being a bit of a smart ass right he's like vampire germs to which, you know, Harry is appropriately smart-ass back. And then he's like, oh, no, but seriously, like, yeah, Sunrise is gonna... So then he still kind of is like, okay, so not vampire, but they're still magic germs. They're still going poof with the sunrise. I'm okay. See, and you expect the scientist to be the one that would be like, no, no, magic doesn't exist. No, 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 no. And it he's helps, just like, too. Dude, this is cool. Awesome. Right? Yeah. And it helps, too, though. He's got, like, Murphy's seal of approval. And for Butters, that's good enough. He's like, I don't believe in magic, but I do believe in Murph. Murph it's, says you're legit. All right. Yeah. So this is the thing, right, is exactly. And I think that is part of it is that he is the man of science, but to the point where he's one of the ones willing to keep the open mind, right? Because again, science is a lot about that too. It's like, don't assume your conclusions before you've done everything, right? So there is a little bit of that, yeah, I need to see it. I need the the cold, hard facts, you know, but at the same time, he's that, again, in theorizing and coming up with something, he's like, well, all new discovery has to come somewhere, right? And again, Murphy's seal of approval that he's, but I think the other thing here too that's easy to forget is what Murphy said about him when we first met him, which is that Butters was the one who did the autopsies after Bianca's. And Butters went to a psych ward for three months because they're like, what the fuck? They can't be human-like, but not human. He's molder. And he stuck to it. Yeah. And he's he's like, no, this is like, I don't know what the fuck it is, but this is not a human corpse. Until, you know, they threatened him with his job and and da 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 And yeah, finally he's like, okay, fine. I guess they were just weirdly 
twisted in the fire. Oops, melted. I was wrong. Yeah. At which point, you imagine Murph probably shut up and was like, hey, butters. So, but, yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. And you so, should probably just say whatever they want to hear, and I'll tell you what's up. Yeah, so obviously, Murph has been dealing with him longer, you know, at least these past couple of years since then, and probably longer, because again, as we know from every cop show out there, no cop show is standard without the local ME. That's as much... A main character is the rest of them, you know? So it's like, so I'm sure they've had lots of time to interact over this. And yeah, Murphy's probably, you know, whether on purpose or, but, you know, again, whether it's just weird things that have been mentioned, you know, whether she's like, hey, I think this was a demon or whether, you know, just strange things the SI guys have talked about or other things that have come in. So I think that's part of it. It's like, he's like, I, he, he kind of can't not either, can't uh, not acknowledge it. Can't not neither. Can't, he, he that can't. That was a lot of. He can't not neither. Yeah, it's like he, I get so confused with double negatives. Uh, uh, that's why I threw in a triple one <laughs> to even it all up. <laughs> that would audit out. Audit out. Audit <laughs> out. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. So much. I just I love this whole exchange now. So Butters is like, and again, right? Ever be the practical? You know, it's like, yeah. Is is there somewhere like? Can I get like a book? And Harry's just like, nope, just me. <laughs> And I mean, I'm almost surprised because he was so grumpy and so ready to go to bed in the first place. Like, I probably would have just been like, fuck you and let the phone ring, right? So it's like, it's kind of, oh, I guess he does have a whole active case going on, I guess, maybe in Susan around. So maybe there was more to the... Plus telemarketers at that point in time, somebody actually calls him, it's for a reason. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, but he starts, but I mean, again, he really does very quickly. It's like, oh, it's Butters, you're looking. And he, you know, again, like he's like grumpy, surly, you know, short answers. But ultimately, you know, when the conversation turns into something that you're interested in, exactly, right? Actually, okay, wake uh, up a little. Exactly, right. And I mean, again, I think, and this is, I know this is what endeared me to Butters very quickly and stuff like that too, is that they're very much on that right. Butters is just like the wisecracking and the making the comments, and Harry can appreciate. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, he throws out sunrise poof, and Butters immediately rejoins with like vampires, and he's like, yeah, you know what I mean? He rolls with Dresden very well. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we're gonna be. Yeah, fast friendship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So Butters goes on to explain that the cuts are surgical in nature and partially cauterized as well. And it's better than a surgeon could manage. And that there's still no ID on the body. They yeah. No idea. And he's confused about how they could all be so... Because he also gets it confirmed from Murph or whatever it is. He says that they were all made by the same object. So these tiny little precise, you know, one inch grid marks plus just hacked off the hat. I'm like, yeah, because... You know, again, most surgeons will use a nice little scalpel to do delicate, not so much for taking off a head, right? So, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's I don't know at this point if Harry is just, again, because he's half tired or hasn't connected the separate things that they might be together. His first, having just come from where he just came and having just done our whole three-hour-long hair discussion in the last one. Butters is, because we're all like, what can make one-inch precise cuts and hack off? And Harry's like, hmm, a sword? And we're like, maybe? Like, I don't know, my brain is going to the big... So is this like, I'm like, is this just us jumping ahead of the game because, you know, as the reader, you know? And Or is Harry just like, I don't want to tell him about this big crazy demon thing yet. 
so hey, a sword could be, or, you know, just that. He's good, guys. He hasn't put it together yet. Me, Mm -hmm. right, you know, but yeah, it was just, I'm like, okay. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) I'm like, well, I don't know. They were all these tiny, sharp, little one-inch sections, (laughs) and then it was also, like, all this huge mass and length behind it, but yeah. So whatever, suggests a sword, and Butter's like, I guess, I have to be pretty sharp, and Harry's like, yeah, I've seen a few of those. (laughs) So, you know, presumably, hopefully, not one of the knights that did that, I mean, unless this guy's a super bad guy, but again, the knights don't usually have to clean up. They don't usually, you know what I mean? Like, normally they would just... God provides exactly. a body bag. <laughs> exactly. They would either be, like, standing next to the body and be like, oh, no, it's cool, he was a bad guy, and it would all be fine, or the body would just have disappeared and nobody would be there to ask questions, so... But, yeah, it was just funny because those are the only other ones we've really seen much of anywhere and specifically in this story. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. first place he goes through the swords and you're like, well, hmm, the only swords you've seen are Michael, Shiro, and Sonya. But anyways. I, I, I think this is one of the best lines I've ever heard comes up uh, from, Butters, from Butters. Sleep is God, go worship. Yes. I love that so much. That might be my new mantra. Sorry, Mom. I do like, though, that just before that, Harry tells him to go tell Murph all this information. He's like, yeah, I did. She's the one who told me to call you. Yeah. Because it's much more of the, like, interesting. We all work together. Murphy's much more in on this. Dresden wants Murph to be in on the loop. Murph wants Harry to be in on the loop. We're all good about this. Yes, no more have to keep secrets and can't tell you about the mystic woohoo. The team is gelling. And on top of that, it helps, you know, for Butters to be brand new to the scene. He's like, wow, you guys are really, like, good with each other. Like, you guys are, like, such a team, and it, like, makes us united front, and it's, like, a whole new attitude for Butters to come and see. Again, makes it more believable and stuff, too, rather than these two part, you know, like, somebody he knows and then somebody he's kind of getting to know having like these diametric and opposing it's like oh they're so on the same page you know so it makes it that much more believable as well because like well Murphy's telling me this and Justin basically just backed it all up so I get you know to a point right so So it's just you know it's a Butters came in at a good time too for that right like you know yeah it wasn't like he came in in the midst of like I'm being pulled on either side and who can I trust and which one of you is like real about it and who would now it seems to be much more just like wow look at this big happy family you guys are great exactly (laughs) from our point of view exactly yeah no for sure and he did I mean he usually does it's not very often he butcher introduces a character that I'm like oh that was maybe Elaine but let's not go there right now (laughs) Um, but you what did you just say? <laughs> not the E word. Not the E word. Um, but uh, yeah, again, right? I was like, I just, I loved Butters pretty much from like, I, literally the first introduction. You're like, you walk into the Emmy's office and you can hear like poker music, and already you're like, I want to meet this guy. Like this, this is a, you know. So yeah, I just, I love Butters again. Quick wit, wit and willingness to just snark it up with Harry and like professional but also come on let's be real you know um yeah so yeah he's he's he goes to worship very confu- yeah well yeah. he does he, he, seems, he seems quite so, feeling like he's feeling quite silly <laughs> after a knock on the door he quips about having trap doors for uninvited guests yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> I mean the guest this time is Susan he's probably glad that there isn't a trap mm, there okay but, well although I don't know maybe he would love to swing her down into his little baby trap dungeon too but you can't go anywhere now can you Susan <laughs> Break up with me now, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Mine forever. Um, As someone who has, with severe sleep issues, who has got to this point, especially when my children were small, and I'd be like, I just need like half an hour, and then like, 
you know, and the kid. Uh, sorry for trying to love my mom. I wanted to include her in my life. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, it was Stealing the fact attention. that you were trying to murder your sister, so I had to get up and intervene, you know. But yeah, but you same didn't, thing. You didn't, you could have let it happen. When somebody would come and, like, knock on, actually, it was even worse because, which I discovered as part of the narcolepsy thing, is auditory hallucinations are apparently, like, a big thing. And because so many times I would be laying down and I would swear. because you're dreaming. Swear to God, I'd hear the doorbell. But yeah, so I have very much had that feeling of being just about falling asleep and either literally or thinking I hear somebody at the door and having to get up to go see what it is. And man, I want nothing more than to just reach over and hit that button and <laughs> send whoever that is. It depends on if they're holding away. pamphlets. Especially <laughs> yeah, if they're holding like, I would rather an ejection thing, though. Like, wing! You guys! <laughs> and hair, you're being very dramatic. You know what me and my roommate just do? Don't answer the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> you don't well, need a trap door. You just don't answer it. Curiosity go always away. gets the better of me, so I'm always like... <laughs> well, that's part of it. Part of it is always like, is this something I might need to, you know... If it's someone I want to see, they'll, they'll text me. I'm outside. <laughs> okay. There, there has been okay. a big shift with Do, do with you that. remember the part where I said, like, especially when my kids were little? Remember what Tanzan said, like, half an hour ago about the big blocky Nokia, right? Okay, there wasn't a fucking cell phone to have. This is the problem. Oh, yeah, you guys sometimes, are so old. Sometimes people actually just showed up at your door oh, because... <laughs> they were driving in the neighborhood. And yeah, like, well. and sometimes those people were, like, your ex-husband <laughs> and the father of your children. Yeah. So you especially needed to know whether you should or shouldn't answer the door at that point. <laughs> you know? I'm like, do I make the kids be really quiet or... <laughs> You know. I always had a habit of showing up to people's houses while they're calling me, like almost creepy. almost regularly, and That's they'd creepy. like answer the door and be like, "Click." Click. <laughs> Y'all missed the you know hand to face gesture, their phone thing, phone gesture, the phone gesture. It's so funny. Somebody phone miming. Did, phone miming. Somebody did that a while. I'm sure most people have seen it now. Where it's like if you ask people that are like 24 and older or something or whatever age it is right now how they would mind being on the phone. Surfer I, dude. Yeah, and you get all us old folks have like the surfer dude, right? The thumb and the pinky. And then they asked a bunch of younger people and they all hold their phone out of their hand like just as if holding a, a cell phone, just in like a square C grip. Shape. Yeah. A C-shaped sort of square grip as opposed to the, and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Right. Well, because like the, yeah. Well, yeah, because they're just used to holding a phone. Whereas, I mean, the other one isn't how you hold it. It would indicate the receiver and the mouthpiece, to right? right? But now that it's just a square, we don't, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's really interesting. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, because you don't even sweet. really see the speakers on it. It's just a piece of glass. It's just, yeah, it's just the square you hold in your hand. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm like, it's not like the old receivers where they had, yeah, but I was just like, oh my God, that's so true. Like, it's, you don't think it's about future, it. Future, man. Just, yeah, exactly. Right. Just oh. one more of those things that has changed. Just, even her <laughs> I did see miming. I did see one video that was like this woman is like what we need is one phone for the household to share <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy re responds to it he's like oh, I'm just old now man it's called a landline <laughs> it exists it's a thing fuck you know those things that offices have yeah. <laughs> they used to be in the home too <laughs> Voice over IP. It all uses the same one. Yeah. It's not at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't as good as it sounds, lady. <laughs> See, it is still the pros and cons, right? Because I remember that when we first started moving over more to cell phones and things like that, too. And I'm like, again, especially when, like, Grandma would call the kids. I'm like, well, it used to be all three of you could get on the phone and have... I was like, well, you can't, you know, if I'm over at my sister's house and my mom calls, you can't be like, oh, hey, pick up the line and say hi to mom. Right? I guess we have a speakerphone now, but that's never as good because that when you have several people all trying to talk, you just get the cutty out thingy. 
Uh, you can link in other people to a call, but that's you, difficult. You can. Yeah, you can do three-way calling. I don't think anybody actually knows how to do that on a phone. I'm like, me. I have done three-way calling if it's... You've done three-ways? Oh, my. <laughs> I'm in the room. That's for other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Kevin <laughs> has a trapdoor. Much as he wish, he could just zap them into Martian the Marvin land. Um, but, yes, then it's Susan, so it's like, okay, fine. And it's cute, because she's like, you look like shit. He's like, yeah, I had a great day. She's like, can I come in? He's like, no scolding. <laughs> like, fine, but I know where you're going with this, and just don't. <laughs> right, he's pretty grumpy about it. Yeah. He's like, kind of a, kind of confronts Susan about doing a quick dump and run. And then, insu- and, and then insinuates something with Martin. But then he also, he does take responsibility for it, and his, about his irrationality and, and possessiveness. So he does know he's being no. Come to break up with me, and I know it's like, I get why you have the reasons for it, but you're doing it for Martin, who sucks, and I get why I can't be the guy, and I get that I'm not safe, and you have no choice, and you need to leave, and blah, 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 blah. But I don't yeah. like it. Not fair. Not fair. Like, I've had too many of those moments. To, like, <laughs> crap. I don't like reading that part. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess. But I mean, again, at least he has the good grace to at least sort of acknowledge it. Because yeah. mostly those conversations, in my experience, are just the whining and the complaining and the it's not. And it's like, dude. Well, he's very self-aware in his in whininess. His, in, in, yeah, in his own way, right? Because it, it all starts, right? Because it's like he comes in and he's like, she, you know, complaining about the cold. So already he's like, ah, I can suggest ways to warm up. <laughs> right? Knows that that's... And again, I would just like to say for all you guys, girls, people out there, I, for one, I want these guys that actually stop that second before the tape. Because again... Pretty much anybody I've ever known would have been like, well, I know how I can warm you up. You know, at least Harry fucking stops right there. <laughs> I'm like, I get you have the thought, but thank you for not being like a total creep on Susan 24-7. <laughs> because, oh my God, it's not as sexy or endearing or whatever you think it is. It's not that, yeah, it's not it's, no. There are better ways to flirt. Yeah. Pay attention to the books and the movies, at least in that part. I get, you know, all of life can't be that way, but just occasionally. Be more mature. <laughs> well, Susan is very gentle with Harry. She does reassure him that she is not with Martin. She says that she thought it would only be fair to discuss things with him before ending it. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, have an adult conversation. Yeah, I understand the scare and why she ran away immediately the first time, you know, like, whoa, this is big. Yeah. I need to figure this shit out. Because, <laughs> like, she did stick around uh. Chicago for a little while, right? Like, she was going out and, like, just, like, you know, spending time on the beaches. And she was just, like, you know, trying to be your own person and try to take it calm and slow and process. But there was a lot of distance between them. But eventually she had the need that she had to leave Chicago, right? And I understand that kind of, like, initial, you know, big shit changes. But it is nice now to come back and be like, okay, I'm calm enough now that we can actually talk about this, you know. I probably won't eat you during this. (laughs) So, yeah, she's she's had a minute to think about it all and come back. And, I mean, this is where she's kind of saying it's not fit. Because he's like, oh, he's like, oh, just like a drive-by just like a drive-by dumping or what you know and she's like that's not fair you know and it's like you know because he's like oh you'd rather be your this is what you want or whatever and she's like it's not what i want you know she's like i i don't like that this is going this way and i would prefer if things could just you know if you and me could have the happily ever after 
but unfortunately, you well, know, just just like we said with Butters, right? Like how he was just suddenly learning about this new world and rolling with it, right? That's Susan, but it's even harder because she had to give up everything to go learn about it now, right? Like, well, yeah, she, a lot of loss involved on her part. Mm-hmm. Well, that was it. She she was all about exposing it and being in on it and telling people about it. It's way it's, different when it happens to mm-hmm. you, you know, reporting the news or being the news kind of a thing, right? So even though she believed in it all and she had. You know, a relative, I mean, even Harry sort of says at the time it happened, like, she had an idea, but she was still learning a lot, right? Like, when she first met Harry, she was all excited and like, oh, yeah, I'm going to soul gaze this guy and got knocked on her ass kind of a thing and was like, oh, my God, there's so much more to it than just, like, you know, Grandma Betty is still living in the attic, you know? There's this theme, too, where, like, when people first come about it, they're like... You know, <laughs> ignore the grandma buddy okay, comment. You know, as opposed to people that like have some like, I think there are spirits. I think there are ghosts. No, no, they're it's, supernatural. It's yeah. better if you don't explain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, there are people that come and when you know, especially as we see from you know the reader's perspective, right, that the first point of contact through the supernatural is hairy for a lot of people. And you get this sort of like, oh my god, well, at least this guy knows what he's doing. Like, he's like, you know, he's gonna protect me. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> he's gonna protect me from it and save me from it. And there was a little bit, you know, like, where eventually Harry's like, okay, Murph, you and SI know enough. You don't have to call me for everything, right? And Murphy's like, yeah, that's true. Like, we do know enough. We don't need to call you for everything, right? And it gets a little bit to be where it's like, okay, Susan, like, you know enough. You don't need to call me for everything. You're just in, you, you are your own participant now, right? The alphas. He's like, they had to call him for everything. Like, what's going on? Now the alphas are running around doing their own kind of bodyguard thing where it's like, nothing necessarily surpass Harry, but you become, you know, he stops being this bodyguard for you and you're just like, oh, I'm a player in the game myself now. And that's way different than just being like, here's my buddy, the supernatural guy. And oh, here's my coworker, the supernatural guy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, having to deal with it on your own front and not being able to put it all on Harry is like, yeah, it's a big change, and I gotta yeah, go figure it out. The crossover between, like, the theoretical and the practical or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, so, and part of that, you know, being entrenched in the world has meant that Susan has, her- has learned about the injustices that are happening outside of Chicago. Right. Susan Susan lets him know about her travels in South and Central America and the implications of the Red Court there. She continues to tell him uh, that she's going to take a job to help how she can. And then she asks him to come with her. Well, yeah. He's all like, well, I thought this was an hour decision. <laughs> it's like, I'm coming to that. <laughs> it becomes our... If you want to come, you know. Yeah. So it's like now that I've read mm, a little bit ahead with like mm-hmm. a few of the chapters to, to mm-hmm. prep for today, I'm noticing like there is a bit of a theme of temptation for Harry this time around. For and and, and all a lot of regards has to do with Susan. I, I mean, like, the beginning of this book started with like a temptation to the vampire saliva, right? Like he's been saying it this whole time. Like he's just like seems to be on that cusp of it constantly of just like everyone you know good or bad being like okay harry like there's some more options out there like well you're right because yeah because he meets up with susan fairly early on and that's the thing right he's like that you know he says you know like waiting for your next part of you was like horrified part of you was like when can i get my next fix you know and then the whole bit with the knights and stuff like that, where they're like, ooh, these demon things are really, you know, he's like, oh, temptation, I can, oh, but you know what I could do with that? It and, keeps popping up and, right now. Exactly. And there's going to be another in a couple chapters, too, when he's yeah. talking to Ortega at McAnally's, too, right? right. That's, it comes up again and again, right? Yeah. So, but, I mean, that is totally, like, this book is Fallen Angels. That's that's the shtick, well, right? Well, right. it's fairly thematic it for, does make sense. you know, Temptation and, is the and name and of the again, game. And it's, it's, again, I think, exactly spelling that out, because we've seen, obviously, over 
over the last few books, but now, again, there is more of a light being shone on it, and the things that Harry has been tempted with in the past, things that he has, you know, when he's fallen for temptation, when he's been able to withstand it, and, you know, kind of where is his line, and or you know, now that he's older, mature, knows better, you know what I mean? Because again, right, there's things you'll fall for, you know, as a younger kid, which is why you're kids and still have parents and things like that, right? That it's like, okay, once you're mature, you'd be like, oh, I know better. You know, you have so, a realm of experience to draw from. You know, exactly. So that combination of, you know, like, well, you, maybe you kind of knew better, but you weren't in a very good position to stand up against it, or you didn't know all of the facts, and that was why it was easier to, you know, whereas exactly now, you know, that... That, you know, free ride is not always as, you know, you know there's strings attached somewhere and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, so it's in some ways Harry is better about withstanding and being like, ooh, yeah, no, I know there's dark shit out there. I don't want to go down that path. They almost chopped my head off and it wasn't, like, even my fault. Like, that was all self-defense, but they're like, no, no, you know? And now between being like, well, but I can use power. Now I know how to use this power, you know? And and using it for, I mean, again, right, that's where most of us, we have, like, as I say frequently, I'm like, well, if I ruled the world, this wouldn't be, you know what I mean? But again, you start handing me that kind of power, well, geez, you know what? What you say frequently. And again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And again, I was waiting for it. I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh, And then uh-huh. you said it. There you go. Sorry, sorry. I know, I bug you a lot about that. Yeah, I know. And I, I try I'm going to start throwing pieces of popcorn at you yes, every time you say I, it. I try to be a yes. that's a waste of popcorn. Yeah, it's the popcorn kernels. <laughs> <laughs> Ching! Ow! Hit your glasses. Don't. Ching! I've got a kernel in my eye! Oh, even better. I get one no, of those not shock, better, not better. Shock collars? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, again. <laughs> again, I thought we were trying not to traumatize the children. <laughs> and then, every time it'll be like Pavlov's gag. Uh, <laughs> See, I thought that was going to go with like the marshmallow bow and arrow, but you just filled it with the popcorn kernels. Uh, oh, I have a chicken launcher. But, I have well, a rubber chicken launcher. Just, just, just How the, many rubber there chickens is do you have There are not enough rubber chickens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does the marshmallow launcher predate you? I, don't I feel like it. you might have been younger. I feel like yeah, it might have been. Yeah, we, we, yeah, I didn't know there were such things until I t- came across one, and I bought Jessica a marshmallow oh launcher, a bow and bow arrow, and arrow th- that you could stuff with the mini marshmallows. That's incredible. It was it pretty, was pretty cool. fun. It's pretty fun. Some stale marshmallows everywhere. Yeah, there was a yeah. bit of that, but eventually the cat and the dog ate them, so you know, that's fine. And if you could find them beforehand, you had fresh marshmallows. Yeah, so it's, it's just <laughs> depending on how good my aim was. Yeah, <laughs> and, and how far they bounced, it was like you either got them right away or you know, the dog did. <laughs> the dog did eventually. So it's all good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, leave the shot collars off. Not again. It's for the other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We would oh. kill her if we put one on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Simpsons episode where, where like, the, the really hamster early, training. Where, or where, no, where the, the the scientist like hooks all of them up and they're trying. He's trying to train them to be nice to each other. Mm. Oh yeah, they just keep doing <laughs> Lisa and Bart steal the thing and get each other. <laughs> and they like zaps each other so much that they like blow the the breaker for the whole, the whole Don't city. Happen. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yes, if it would be for those, yeah. Calm little bird whiskers that always, yeah, I'd, I'd be dead. There'd be smoke coming out of our ears. <laughs> <laughs> be an improvement. That hot. <laughs> so so Harry, Harry does <laughs> consider this for a moment, like just for a fraction of a second, but he's, una- he's unable to leave his responsibilities behind as, as tempting as it is. And the two come to the realization that they can't make it work for either of them right now. Yeah. It, and 
That's her point. I don't want to break up with you, but I can't stay here in Chicago right now, and you can't leave Chicago and come with me. So where does that leave us? And I mean, she has a really cute moment a bit before, like when he first is accusing her, you want to kiss Snoozy Martin that way, and she's like, Harry, I don't kiss Martin. He's like, you don't, you know? And she's like, God, she's like, I've never understood how you could be so smart about some things and like so stupid about others. Practice. <laughs> It's and a this very is, relatable. It's very relatable. And she's like, this is where I write. It doesn't not, have these kind of insecurities. Come on. Yeah, you know, and she's like, exactly. It's not that I want to run away from you. It's not that I want to go partner up with Martin. It's just I suddenly found out about this, you know, huge deal happening over here. And I mean, she does explain it to him here, right, where mm-hmm. Harry is not aware of it. She's like... You know, ended up, got all the way down to South America, and they basically, yeah, they They set up. They basically, yeah, these, like, people form, you know, raise them like cattle. So you get, you know, somebody like Ortega with his big fancy manor out in, like, you know, rural, not well-off, you know, Brazil or Honduras or wherever, you know what I mean? And, yeah, he's, he sets himself up as, like, the the benefactor to this town, you know, here's this rich lord that can protect us and provide clean water for the town and resources and deals and all we have to do is is bleed a little once in a while, you know what I mean? And it seems like and they <laughs> We get, do it once a month. <laughs> all, 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 the, all the male listeners are like <laughs> Yeah, so basically these these yeah, these farms where it has where they have trickling all the way down to the children, right? So however long this has been going on for, and again, we know Ortega is hundreds of years old, right? So, you know, so Harry is like, God, I didn't realize that exactly. You know, so I mean, again, he knows, you know, in the North American version, you know, the European, whatever, he pops over to, you know, wizard headquarters once in a while and stuff like that. And yeah, they know, oh, he snatched people off the street or, you know, this or that. But he's like, again, not seeing it this way. They're like, well, yeah, it's like, we don't have to just randomly go around and like snatch you know, homeless people or miss, you know, it's like, we just, we just have them right there. They're willing, they're able. We're just, you know, indoctrinated, brainwashed, brought whatever. Right. And again, that it becomes right down to, and he's like so disturbed by this because again, it's like, again, Harry being Harry doesn't like it anyways. That's just the whole point is he's there to protect Chicago from things like this. But now you've got, you know, all the women are not just like, oh, the occasional woman might well, get grabbed. It's like all the women and the children. He, he doesn't and understand like the sy- symbioticness of it, like that it could, could actually work. Well, no, I think he does understand. He just doesn't like it. And I'm the same way because, again, he's thinking about it, you know, and like a grown adult to grown adult, fine. But then she's like, no, it's the whole town that even feed off of the children. So, yes, in one way, sure, like you say, you spread it out, you make it this symbiotic. But he can't get past that point. Uh, it, it doesn't. Oh, but, and it's not exactly symbiotic. Like, I mean, no. Ortega parses it out to be like, well, you know, I'm helping them and they're helping me, but they don't have a choice. It's not like they're being paid money for it so that they can leave and go if they want to. Like, they've got no choice but to stay here and just accept the way things are, right? Like, Well, yeah, and I mean, again, it's sort of set up, I think, in the way that they have no reason. Why would you want to? Because he provides, you know, he makes sure they've got this nice little village That's thing what I'm happening. saying, though. It's like if he was paying them for it, they would maybe be able to make a more fair decision but it's like well i need to eat i need to sleep i need to be safe at night i, I guess, guess as far as things go i it's might like as well give up sort some of blo- influence you, you, once know, you're in, like, you can't get out <laughs> yeah i i guess i sort of wasn't looking at it exactly on the sense of that there's just enough that they can't get a more of the point of i don't need to why would i leave i have everything provided for me here well especially if you know vampire venom 
feels and, good. Well, and that that's and the other side of it, you get too. Clean is, water. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like, either way, it's coercion sure. no matter what, right? It, it, it is. It, yeah, no, it is. They're happy no, little drug I, addicts with bonuses. Yeah, but yes, exactly is that for, yeah, whatever the overall weather, like you say, you've gotten far enough down it now where it's just like, this is the way it's always been. We don't, you know, why should we dispute this, right? But it's like, you know, there's a better way. You guys just don't know there's a better way. And then, yes, the other side of it being. So anyway, so yeah. So he's like, okay, I got you. But yeah, I can't go there right now. You can't go me. So yes, basically, you know, it's not just a drive-by dumping. It's not, you know, she's like, I'd like to make this your choice. But we both know that, again, ultimately... We've already made that choice of that. You guys say here, I'm go there. Are, so. yeah, Harry's never going to abandon Chicago. Yeah. Susan can't and abandon this new thing. Especially not right now in the middle, because that's the other thing. He's like, for that split second yeah. of considering it, he's like, She's I leaving just, tomorrow. Yeah, he's like, I can just get the fuck out of here and ditch all these problems, many of which are my own making. <laughs> and for good, bad, or indifferent, yes. Right? You know, some of them, maybe your own making, you couldn't have gone out of it. Other ones, exactly. Things that it's like, I could just say to hell with all this and, you know, but then, yeah, exactly. Everyone's going to die. She plans on leaving tomorrow. Right. And he wants to... Well, she explains this new job is like still still research and reporting, but no readers. I love that if it's like, she's a spy. Yeah, she is. She is half vampire, double O seven. Well, and again, like you know, for all you can say, like there's some people that are not massive fans of Susan or anything like that, and I'm like, most I, people are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I was like, well, I, I didn't say most people. I said there's a lot of people, but again, I never really had any. And and again, I like this that. I like, because when she was just the reporter, he's like, she goes after, you know, that was what made her a good reporter, is that she's like, uh, gets the sense of something, follows it through, right? So she got on tenacity, tenacity and that, and, and perseverance and to exactly, you know, go see things that most people can't. Well, but, but to, to go the whole way, not just like, I mean, again, not like National Enquirer, which is funny because that's essentially what she works for, but, you know, not just like, oh, you know, you take the, the tiniest piece of something out of context and run with it and be like, this is the, you know what I mean? She's like, no, I'm going to find out what is the, you know, and find, oh my gosh, this isn't all bullshit, this is. And she's taking the same thing here, whereas she's like, you know, I found there's a problem, I can do something about it now. Like, I do have superpowers now, and you know, this was done to me, this is being done to a lot of people that, again, are either halfway or all the way and blah, 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 and exactly right. She doesn't just be like, oh, I don't know what to do, and oh my god, this is awful. You know, it's like, I can take the skills that I've got, and I can do what I can to help, you know, and now that I've, I'm more um, ad- advanced, I don't think advanced is quite the word I'm looking for, um, wizened. Oh, enhanced, yeah. enhanced, that's the word I was looking for. Yes, but now that she's enhanced. Oh, I see, okay. She's going to, you know, do her job on a more enhanced level now. You know, she's like, I can still just report, but she's like, no, I'm going to take it to the next level and have it fit and see what I can. Mm -hmm. Espionage. Yeah, and legitimately get in there. So it's like, good on. You can write a whole side story about her adventures through this. Oh, fully. Oh, there could be. There could be all kinds of. It's it's almost strange that we didn't get a season's right story. Susan and the Pedantic Avenger. Just find out how square Martin really is. <gasps> right. Captain, not Captain Obvious. What's the other one he calls him? Captain Mediocre. Captain Mediocre, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, talk about like your great foil. Like, Susan's young and beautiful, vampiric. And then Martin's just like, Mr. Nothing Man. Mr. Nothing Man. <laughs> Mr. Cellophane. If you're, into, nice. if you're into musicals. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the nice thing is, is that, you know, dead on his feet, Harry, Susan still loves him. She's like, what are you, what are you doing right now? How about you go to bed and I'll follow up your leads? Because yeah. for a porter extraordinaire. So this is, this is the other thing is she's like, um, can tell, he's like, she's like, you're on a case, aren't you? And he's like, oh, you can tell? She's like, Man, I can smell it. <laughs> You've got blood all over it, you know? It's not even just that. Oh, I can tell because you're She's really keeping her cool right now because, yeah, like he's, you well, know, like vampire sirens right now. Yeah, well, thankfully Harry was good enough to distract her with all, you know, having his temper tantrum. Yeah. And being like, you're going to dump off. me and I know you can dump, you know, and she's like, what the fuck, Harry, the you know what I mean? Just like, but now, you know, like, sort of all that. Now she's like, so now. Right. <laughs> right. But, uh, it's kind of funny to me. So, yeah, she does offer, and he's all like, no, 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 I can't. And then he's like, ah, well, I guess, like, when it happened to her, I, like, anything I could have done to help would have been. So I guess I can give her, and he's like, I don't really care about sticking to my confidentiality guns right now or whatever, right? But he's all like, he's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, I got to run down this lead now, because he's like, I couldn't go to sleep anyways now after this conversation with Susan. Susan's like, let me take care of it. And he's like, okay, and goes to bed. I'm like, well, no, I, I really, like, I like, I do like... Butcher's choice of doing that and having her follow up. Oh, absolutely. Because that would, like, that would take, that would, like, the, the, the description of that alone would just be really boring. I, like, well, it how, would be, how would he include that and, like, it would be, I mean, you could do that and just to skip over where he says, like, so I made a bunch of calls, you know what I mean? Like, that's fine. And I mean, again, I, I have a hard time living through these weekends with Harry sometimes because I'm like, I could not do half the shit you get done on on the level like I, I cannot go that long without the Wait. sleep and on that I'm like I feel like I'm operating at that point of exhaustion He's most of the time drugs. right so to continue to push and do as much and so much physical you know I'm always like God Harry just give him five minutes you know what I mean so I appreciate because you're right it's like you can I mean much as the concussions you know it's like again the human body requires sleep and things like that you know wizard or not eventually the man needs to you know yeah. ingest some food and get some sleep and well it's it. such a nice little bow, bow tied little yeah gift later too like yeah. not only did I find the information but I have tickets mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But it is it is just so sweet where she's like, you know, because he's like, it's probably this and it could. But again, it's that beautiful moment of because she was the investigative reporter, she actually does have the skills to this. You know, this is where her complimentary this skills. This is her to, thing. Her being right. an investigative reporter to Harry being a private eye, a lot of overlap there. You know, mm-hmm. not always for the same reasons, not always for the same results. Can't always move at the same, like, I don't know, permission level, you know, like again. But the level two. Pass, pass. The, the level but, two that, yeah, Susan's willing to do this and Harry still trusts her with it, too, on top of all that. And that, yeah, even though they've just gone through the, the re-breakup, the, the official, the, 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 you know. There's still an the, established relationship that, that's, that is strong. Yeah, yeah that's They're not, still on each other's team. Yes. Again, you can break up with people and you don't have to hate each other's guts about it and make everything horrible. But, you know, again, they're like, that's not the reasons that took us apart or whatever. It's not like, oh, my God, my crazy ex-girlfriend is such, you know, it's still Susan. It's still this. She's like, dude, I I can check this out for you. And he's like, thank you. But I still do find it kind of funny that, like, the breath before that, he's like, well, I totally might as well do this now because there's no way I'm going to sleep out in this conversation. And then Susan's like, let me do it. And he's like, no, no, no. And she's like, come on, dude, I can go. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then managed to crawl up the Adrenaline keeps you awake. (laughs) Adrenaline keeps you going, and as soon as you don't have to be, you're like, oh, I actually was tired. Oh, crash. Things did just calm down enough I could sleep. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of funny. But yeah, so. So yeah, I mean, Harry and Susan totally officially broken up. Yeah. 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 Sucks to suck sometimes. This concludes our episode 10.12 Sleep is God. 
Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and machinalis.ca. There we have our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling, conjured by it at your own risk. Thank you.